Welcome to this episode of Chew the Cud. I'm John Houston, Director of Business Services with Protrition Feed. Thank you for joining us this evening. I want to introduce our guest, Mr. Todd Steen. Todd is Ruminant Nutritionist for Protrition Feed, and we're happy to have you, Todd. And we want to talk this evening in particular about goats and feeding goats and, and uh, what all is involved in, in doing that. So first of all, let me ask you, if, if you're on, on the farm and you're new in the goat business, how am I going to decide what it is I need to feed? Well, first things first, it's a ruminant animal. It's a small ruminant, so forage is going to be a very important, play a very important role here on, decide, on the, the decision of what to feed and what may be necessary to feed. So some people will feed grass, some people feed legumes, some people have good pastures, but whatever that, that may be, the forage is the place to start. After that, we'll want to sort it out into what we're actually feeding. Are we feeding does? Are we feeding bucks? Are we feeding young, uh, the, the young animal, the young kids? So starting with the young kid, uh, you'll want to have a clean feed, nice, good, strong pellet. Pellets are desirable because the small ruminant animal, if you give him a choice, he will sort it. So the pellet is the preferred creek feed that you would want to have there. You also want to think about uh, medication as well because coccidiosis is a problem here within the state of Tennessee. Quite frankly, it's a major problem. Mm -hmm. So having a coccidiostat or some type of protection for the young animal is going to be very, very important. And then as we move on to the grower phase uh, with the animal, as the feed intake increases and body weight increases, then our reliance on the heavy concentrated uh, uh, nutrient density is, is less because the feed intake will, will allow for more pounds of nutrients to come in. Uh, so the demand is not as great, but we still need a good clean feed. Yep. And depending on what you're going to do with the animal after during the growth period, if we're going to finish the animal or if we're keeping them from a replacement stock, will dictate uh, which way we want to go. If, if, uh, if we're going to finish the animal, we'll want to have a higher energy diet there. If we want to keep the animal for breeding, then we would probably put a little more forage to it and a little bit of a less energy type diet. And then for the does, we're going to want to make sure that they are in good shape. Uh, especially beginning in late lactation, we want to make sure that their body condition is sound enough that they'll be able to kid and be able to sustain lactation uh, to raise those young animals. So it's very imperative to keep them in good shape, keep them in good shape year-round, but we'll want to lead them a little bit in, uh, in nutrition uh, before, they, before they kid. As far as the bucks are concerned, we want to make sure that they stay in good shape. Uh, we don't want them too fat. We don't want them too lean. We just want them in a good uh, foundation body condition. And there are many different products that uh, 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 to maintain those maintain those breeding animals. Absolutely. So just touched a moment on free choice mineral and some of the importance of that, in particular with our reproductive. The free choice mineral is parrot, is is critical uh, that uh, that it be balanced. Uh, we we really don't want to have a, what I would call a, a trace mineral salt. Uh, we want to have a balanced, uh, in balanced I mean major mineral and trace mineral. We also want to have the vitamin fortifications. It's imperative because we need that major mineral balance because if we get out of whack, 
then we now pre predisposition the animal to problems such as water belly, urinary calculi type things, uh, uh, conditions and what have you. We don't want to get into those kind of scenarios. And then we are talking about the small ruminant. So we want to make sure that white muscle disease is not of an issue here. So we want to have plenty of selenium for the animal. And if you, as you very well know, John, we are in a selenium deficient area. So it is very imperative to keep that up. And then we want to fortify it with the vitamins. Uh, nonetheless, simply because uh, vitamin E is required to maintain selenium, blood selenium status anyway. So, so we have to have the true balance. It's, it's uh, not as easy as just throwing out some what I'll call dirty salt. Absolutely. So I wanted to show our viewing audience this brochure. And in this brochure, you can find uh, all of the co-op goat feeds and th that are produced in the co-op brand. It'll tell you a little bit about those different particular products. And then also this handy chart uh, will show you uh, and tell you each product, crude protein, fat, energy level, the vitamins, uh, all those type things you can see. And, and you can choose a feed based on your particular need at the farm. You can find these brochures at your local farmer's co-op. Uh, so Todd, I appreciate you joining us today. I appreciate all the information. We certainly have a lot of goats in our uh, uh, ter trade territory. It's, it's uh, certainly a lot of good producers out there. And uh, if you have any questions or needs uh, based around the co-op brand, please see your, the folks at your local farmer's co-op. Thanks for joining us.